guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Secluded Thoughts. So now on to boundaries, right? And first of all, I made a whole episode on boundaries. It is episode number 63. So I said a lot in there that I feel like would be too redundant to repeat now. So if you want to, you know, listen to that, go ahead. It will be in the description. But listen to that episode for sure to get a more in-depth explanation on how to create boundaries and, you know, when you start creating them, the guilt you will feel and all of that, but how to get past it regardless, blah, blah, blah. Go listen to that episode, right? But for in terms of this topic, right, what I realized with boundaries is that boundaries are essentially the standard and the guidelines around what you will allow into your space. It's not necessarily what you expect from other people. And I used to go around thinking that boundaries were saying, no, you can't do this and you can't do that. And like giving people all of these rules 
and whatnot on how to treat me and how not to treat me. But it's it's not that. It's me saying that this is the standard. This is what I will accept. And I will not accept anything less than that. And you are not allowed to enter my space and get access to me if you do not abide by these standards at the very minimum, right? Obviously, you should exceed it. But at the very minimum, if you do not meet these standards, you will not be in my life. That is what boundaries are. That is how you set boundaries. That is how I had to look at boundaries to change my perspective on this woe is me kind of mindset that I had. So for example, a boundary of mine right now is I will only engage in healthy and honest and transparent communication in times of conflict. So then if somebody does the opposite of that, like raise their voice or curse at me or call me out of my name, I will absolutely not tolerate it. You have lost your mind. You have absolutely lost your mind. You will be blocked. You will be blocked, right? I am not a confrontational person. I, I, I don't like drama. I don't even, like, that's really not me. But it's like, if there's anybody I know personally, I know I'm not perfect. If I do anything that upsets you, etc., if you have my number, text me, let's talk about it, call me, whatever, we can discuss it like mature adults. If you don't have my number, we don't have a problem, you have a problem because I don't know you. Why, what, 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 are, what are you upset about, you know? But either way, even if you don't have my number, if it's something serious or whatever that you want to address, I am not a dramatic person. I don't raise my voice. I don't curse at people. I don't call people out of their name. I don't I don't like any of all of that nonsense. If you approach me in a respectful way, you will get respect back and we can easily come to a mutual understanding. Even if we decide to part ways, it does not have to have drama. It does not have to have beef. I'm just not that type of person. I don't do that. If people don't respect that, they can get blocked and I will act like they do not exist. Literally, I'll act like you do not exist because that is a boundary of mine. I will not accept it. But in the past, I used to think like, no, I like I would I would think of that boundary in terms of saying, no, you have to talk to me this way. And then I would go back and forth negotiating and compromising and explaining myself over like basic respect and then get upset when people don't adhere to that. And then that's when the whole, well, you know, hoping for the best, expecting the worst, no expectations, no disappointments, because it's like, you know, I thought we were close. I thought we were good, but you are not speaking to me in a way that I would like to be spoken to. But no, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with your behavior. It has everything to do with what I choose to accept and reject. That's when I started looking at boundaries that way and incorporating them into my life and maintaining them. It was easier for me to shed that whole no expectations, hoping for the best, but expecting the worst thing. Because now it's like, no, it doesn't matter what you do. What you do is not a reflection of who I am. How I respond to what you do is a reflection of who I am. And I will set these boundaries and it's up to you whether or not you choose to respect them or reject them. But if you do reject them, if you do disrespect them, if you do not adhere to them, me and you 
have nothing to talk about. Nothing whatsoever, I will not accept it. So instead of accepting the bare minimum, instead of just allowing people to talk to you and treat you anyway and constantly give you their word and then go back on it, say they're going to do things for you and then they never do it, set some boundaries around that where you say, no, I will only make room for people in my life who are consistent in a good way who are consistent and who always follow through on their word, people who keep their promises. I will not allow people to disrespect me. I only tolerate healthy relationships in my life. I only tolerate people who want the best for me, etc., etc. If you just say that and you adhere to that, then anybody who does not meet these minimum requirements should not get your time of day. And by doing that, you filter out all of the people who don't have the best intentions for you. So now you only have people in your life who will respect you, who genuinely want the best for you, who love you, who keep their word, who treat you how you're supposed to be treated, right? And now you do not have to have your guard up all of the time walking around wounded and saying, you know what? Well, that's what happens when you trust people. No, that's what happens when you trust the wrong people. That's what happens when you don't have boundaries or when you don't enforce those boundaries. When you say you have a boundary and then you keep talking to people, going back and forth, negotiating on the bare minimum, when you said that was something you are not going to tolerate, do not tolerate it. So that way the people who want to be in your life will have no choice but to respect you. And now you don't have to prepare for the worst. I mean, life is life. Life is always going to do what life does. But it's like there are ways, there are things you can do to minimize how, how much like disappointment you have in a sense. And it has nothing to do with expecting the worst, but it has to do with, you know, let's say you need somebody who is reliable and when they say they're going to do something for you, they do it on time, no excuses, nothing. In order to manage disappointments with something like that, you don't say, oh, well, I'm just going to get anybody. I'm just going to trust anybody with these tasks or that aspect of my life and then I'm going to not have high expectations for them. Instead of doing that, you say, no, I only want to work with somebody who is reliable. I only want somebody who will consistently deliver in this area and somebody I can depend on. Now, when you get somebody like that, you'll be disappointed significantly less than if you just accept anybody to do that specific role or whatever it is in your life you see what i'm saying you do not have to put your guard up and do all of these things to quote unquote avoid disappointment you just have to be more selective with who you let into your life and you need to understand that god is your source and not other people so when other people don't come through for you that's none of your business it just wasn't meant to be them god will send somebody else if he said you were meant to have it it is yours if somebody denies you then it just wasn't meant to come from that person it's simple but somebody else will come because if he said it's done it's done what are you concerned about that's his job not yours you just have to make sure that you have the boundaries in place and you are making room for the things that you are asking for, for the things that he said you will have. And you're not going back and forth, wasting time with people who cannot do anything for you or with people who will only disappoint you. 
Thanks for tuning in to this week's recap. If you enjoyed that snippet, make sure you check out the full episode listed in the title and the description. And tune in every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays for more recaps. Also, if you know someone who needs to hear this, make sure you share this episode with them. Or if you would like to share it with your followers, because maybe you think a few people who follow you should probably hear it for whatever reason. Screenshot the episode and share it on your Instagram story and tag me at secluded.thoughts. Thanks again for listening and make sure you subscribe and leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.